Yep, welcome back to another edition of the Need to Know podcast. I go by the name Savon. This is episode 98 of What You Need to Know, When You Need to Know on the Need to Know podcast. We got my guy in the building. Yo, it's your boy. Hey, what's up, y'all? And we got the lovely, the um, on edge, the sophisticated, <laughs> the, um, I don't know, Alex, help me out. What else we got? The well, the well, the well tempered. Well tempered? Well tempered this year. Um, I'm not quite sure if we were young money who she would be, but we will talk about that. I'm Steph, Steph, baby. Steph, baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we laugh. Y'all heard that laugh? We, we got the beautiful Steph in the building. What up, Steph? What's up, y'all? We 98. How y'all doing? 98 down. That's, 98 yo, down. I have been downplaying 100 episodes for whatever reason. I can't really figure out why. But a lot of my friends and family like, yo, you're doing 100 episodes. You guys like did it. This is a huge milestone. And I don't know if it's because we're forced to be inside. Mm. Um, attention. But I, I'm just not appreciating it enough for whatever yeah. reason. How do y'all feel we'll, about we'll, we'll pop a bottle of champagne on, on episode 100. <laughs> I feel like it's new for us, you know? It's like, damn, we've never really had a, a series go on for so long. So it's like, you know, we, these are small things I guess we got to keep up with, you know, anniversaries and shit like that. Yeah. Back, anniversaries. Outside of, like, relationships, this is the first thing I ever committed to this long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No same. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm not mad at that at all. Um, but yeah, guys, it's, it's it's been a lot going on in the past week. Normally, with this whole COVID stuff, we yeah. don't really get too many things to talk about, especially too many things that we all feel strongly about. Um, you know, we spend a lot of time self reflecting. Um, and obviously, personally, I spend a lot of time on social media, just because there's not much else to do. So on Monday morning, um, I woke up and uh, usually the timeline isn't too hectic that early in the morning, about 9 a.m. But, um, you know, depending on who you follow and where you are, the region, you'll see certain things. And I kept seeing a trend of, you know, a topic of sexual assault. Right. So whenever you see things like that, you definitely take it serious. And then you end up in a rabbit hole to see what was the nucleus of how this topic how this heavy topic um, got brought to light so early on the timeline. Yeah. So, um, you know, hours go by um, and you kind of see what's being revealed, who everybody is talking about. And, um, you know, fast forward until, let's say now, well, Wednesday, we record, yeah. Let's say Wednesday, fast forward uh, Wednesday, you kind of see all of the details. You kind of see all of uh, what the fuss was about allegations being thrown around, you know, um, people being attached to these names, uh, which led to a bigger conversation. And, and, you know, we were speaking about it privately because it is close enough to us. You know, I don't know anybody um, personally that was involved, so to speak, but it's close enough. I do. You know what I'm saying? I do too. Yeah, I do. Uh, so that right there I felt like you know what this is a safe haven for me to share this with Alex and Steph to keep them abreast because I wouldn't want them to be caught off guard with something like this either you know like if you guys saw something like that I would hope you guys sent it to me um but yeah so sexual assault and assault on women was the topic of the this week it was the energy it was the tone um and it was sad it was really unfortunate to see some of the men respond the way that they responded to it um Steph you are a woman and you know we rely on you and your thoughts and your feelings and your strength and your experiences 
to really kind of keep us up to speed. And I don't even think something like this, me and Alex need to be brought up to speed on because these are certain things like we don't practice, we don't condone, we don't believe in, we don't affiliate with, you know what I'm saying? So um, I do think it's always important to kind of get your thoughts and, and your takes on these things before me and Alex even really open our mouths. Yeah. Um, honestly, just reading all the stories, like obviously horrified, right? Like mm -hmm. horrified. Um, I've come in contact with this person um, just once, but I've come in contact with the person. You never want to, like when you get a certain energy or a vibe off of a person, you never want to make assumptions, right? Because you just shouldn't, like you don't know that person personally, so you don't really know. Um, but I definitely came in contact with this person um, and definitely felt a certain type of energy. And y'all know me, y'all know I'm super friendly. Um, Which we have spoken to you about. <laughs> Stop being so fucking friendly. But here's the thing, right? Like nothing no. wrong with being friendly and you should be able to be friendly, right? Cause it's either like, guys are either like, oh, you too friendly or smile, bitch. Like, you know, yeah. so, <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, so you know me, like, you know, I'm super friendly, you know, I'm super flirty. Um, and coming in contact with this person, my inner, call it a woman's intuition, my gut feeling, um, told me to uh, have my guard up. Um, and that's not something that I usually do. Um, always like, you know, aware of what's going on, but I've never come in contact with a lot of people that I've felt like, all right, girl, scale the friendliness back. This might mm -hmm. not be a, this might be a person that's gonna take it the wrong way. Um, and just kind of like watching, you know, him throughout the night, I decided to put a space in between myself. Mm -hmm. um, so when all the allegations came out, I kind of was just like, yo, thank God, you know, like, thank God. Um, and when they came out, I can't say that I was surprised. Mm -hmm. I hate to say that, especially about another black man, but black man, white man, you can't be out here. Um, Making women feel uncomfortable. Women. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. You just yeah, can't. It's not, it's not you know? cool. And I think once you are the type of person and you just are the type of man that is forcing yourself on women or being mm -hmm. forceful, the black card, black man card is out the window. Mm -hmm. you know? um, yeah, so I'll start, I'll start with that. But I want to ask you guys, like, this is also somebody that you've come in contact with. Um, this is a conversation that I feel like we're probably going to have to revisit. Remember when all the R. Kelly stuff came out and everything mm -hmm. like that? Mm -hmm. And I asked you guys, like, how do you as men, you know, see your boys move in a certain way mm -hmm. um, and not wanting to make assumptions about what happens behind the bedroom doors, but also being like, fuck the bedroom doors. Like, this situation right in front of me, my man's like, chill out. You a little too, like... Mm -hmm. You a little too aggressive. Like, how do you guys as men even feel comfortable having that conversation with friends or another man that's in your vicinity? I've lost a friend over that same exact uh, topic. Um, really? Yeah, it's probably like back in... I learned so much about you, Alex. <laughs> I really appreciate this podcast because this is what I learned about Alex the most. <laughs> Here's the thing. I, I agree with you, Savon. Alex <laughs> gives information on a need-to-know basis. <laughs> 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 he don't give nothing ahead of time. Nope. He won't give you like, and I thought you was my man, but I, I respect your process. Yo. I respect you. I respect you. Love you, Jeff. This is how you got to learn me. 
<laughs> for sure. I, and I'm not mad. All right. So probably back in like hmm, 2014, 2015, like, I don't know. We This is when like I was really in the clubs, right? Going outside every day, wanting to go outside every day. That's two different things. Like, all right, mm-hmm. I want to go outside and do something every single night, right? I don't know. Like, after a while, this is a dude I grew up with, probably known him for about 10, 10 plus years. We would go to function after function, and he would literally ask me before we went out, like, all right, so how many we fucking tonight? How many we pressing tonight? Jeez. And I would talk to him, and because I don't give a fuck. I don't, I don't know if y'all know. I don't give a damn. I don't yeah. care if you want to be my friend no more. I don't yeah. care if you, if you think I'm being too harsh. I don't care if you think I'm being too hard on you. It's nasty. So I told him, I'm like, yo, my man, like, why are you so, you know, right. what's pushing you so, so much all the time? Why are you so pressed for women? Nah, man, I, it's not even like that. I let him go for about a month. And no, yeah, it's, it's a true story. I let him go for about a month. He goes to hang out with another crowd of people who are like on that same energy of him, right? Mm-hmm. That same time and like, oh, aggressive. I need it. I need it. One of them homeboys ended up going to jail. And he ends up trying to befriend me again. Mm. And the thing with that is, it, it, it's been hard for me because I kind of related as to what, you know, Rory was saying yesterday. It's, it's kind of hard for me to even accept him back as a friend on that because, like, those type of people, I don't know if they can really change. Mm. You know, I think they want to change for, like, the friend group they're around to adapt and to, you know, to, mm-hmm. to seem like they're one of the good guys on mm-hmm. paper. But then when you... <laughs> You, you you leave them behind closed doors is a whole nother thing. Yeah. So I don't have no problem as a man getting rid of you, dashing you. I don't give a fuck, Duke. I'm sorry because and yeah. calling him out because like, you said you yeah. called him out, right? Like, yo, why are you so pressed? And when I called him out, he would he would he wouldn't even understand it. Mm-hmm. And when I think back now, that comes from him being really insecure. Mm-hmm. He's a really like insecure individual. He never really voiced it because you know men don't really talk about. Of course, you know, yeah, some yeah, of the real yeah. stuff, right? You know, yeah. it's always so like, nah, I want to get fly. I want to go out and it get comes out more so in their actions and their overcompensation, more so right. than admitting it. I think and then when you action, it's hard for them to even admit to it. Yeah. To answer your question, Steph, um, I've been blessed where I haven't really been around too many, like my friends, they're not into, like, I never got that energy from them. Um, so I've never had to press them on that front. When it's like, yo, why are you acting like this with women or whatever the case is? Um, and then outside of that, you know, I kind of prematurely ended my partying days and turn up days. Even though I'm 26 right now, you know, I, I, I caught a different type of focus at a pretty early age. You know, like this is really the time where most people are out trying to do whatever in the clubs, all that. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I like to have a good time. Like, y'all know I, I, I can when it's time to go. Absolutely. It's time to go. But the focus oh, yeah. of yo, I'm always going to do this. That's not me anymore. So I kind of removed myself from that at an early age or earlier than most. And then to speak to Alex is like, I've been out with Alex, like without Steph. Obviously, the three of us went out, right? But I already knew that. When it's Alex, when it's me and Alex time, now it's just the guys. We don't have to so much worry about, you know, because when we're all out, like whether you know it or not, me and Alex are always mindful of you. Like, oh. where's Steph? Is she good? Like, oh. and I don't even know if you peep, but we take turns with you. Like, you're a younger sister. <laughs> like, Alex might go over here with him and do his thing for a little bit, and I'm kicking it with you. And then when I see him come back to the circle, now I'm out of, like, I, you don't even now know. It's like got, a small... Yeah, security on the low. It's yeah, a small, in the windows, right? Yeah. Nuances that yeah. me and him never even talk about 
But as I reflect, I remember like, yo, you know, I remember when I went off to the side and Alex was with Steph and then, you know, vice versa. But anyway. The hands like all stayed. So now. <laughs> you, man. That's how you're supposed to feel, though. Yeah. So, so, so now I'm thinking about the times we've went out without you. Right. And it's me, Alex, and uh, his man. Shout out to Steph. And the three yeah. of us are going out, right? Yeah, the other stuff, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so the three of us go out, and the energy was always, yo, we want to have a good time. We want to have, like, it wasn't, yo, how many women can we bring women back? It was none of that. You know what I'm saying? And it's just small things like that where um, you you just kind of, you just get a feel for it. Yeah. I got a cool question, Savon, because I feel like, as we were growing up, like middle school, high school, I feel like as we start to go outside to outings and stuff like that, I feel like the men in our age group tried to make other men feel gay if they didn't have an objective or certain number mm-hmm. of girls they wanted to pull in a certain night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember like being in a high school and it would be like, yeah, bro, so what's up? How many you pulled? How many? I'm like, nah, mm-hmm. man, I just danced. I had a good time. Yeah. You know, I met yeah. a girl. I don't know. Almost look at you weird for not leaving something with a woman with something you know, right like right. so I, I guess let's if we could just um open up the conversation a little bit yeah. it, it goes back like what are you taught i'm at this point in my life where i'm unlearning a lot of things Talk about i'm that. unlearning what it is to like what my definition of a man is i'm right. unlearning what it takes to be a man you know like i used to think talking to a bunch of women was oh that makes me the man mm. or having a, the flyest whatever made me a man Right. When the reality is like that's not really it for me at this point. Yeah. You know, everybody's definition changes. Yeah. But to go back to what you were saying, Alex, is like it stems from insecurity. Yeah. I had a conversation mm-hmm. with a friend yesterday and um high school friend. So we haven't spoken years. She knows high school version of me till now. A whole almost a whole entire decade has passed since me and this person have spoke. And, you know, we kind of trying to figure out, you know, who we are as people. And then she goes, you know, even back then. I always kind of felt like secure around you, like in your presence. Mm. And I told him like, it's pretty funny that you say that because I never know that because everybody always associated me with like R&B music and fucking with Neo's music. <laughs> so I, like, you heart. just never know, right? Yeah, yeah, you just never true. know. And yeah. then I told her, I'm like, I've always been secure in me. Right. That's why I'm able to yeah. prance the fucking hallways. You're right. <laughs> like, Thank I've you. always been good with me. I never felt like, I used to look at all the other guys weird who who was bumping all these guys about shooting people over drug money and, you know, all these hey. cars and jewelry. Like, bro, I'm, I'm because hey. I know you can't relate <laughs> to that. Like, when mm-hmm. niggas tell me, yo, I don't listen to no R&B, fuck that type of music, or fuck this type of music. Right. It shows an insecurity. <laughs> it, it shows some type of insecurity to me. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I feel like if you're not securing yourself, it, it, it's a, it, le- it can lead you down a dark path. Yeah. And, and I, I feel think, like when you mix that with like money, recognition, clout, fame, clout, now it's like not only am I insecure, but I can overcompensate for that with all the things that I have. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And Y'all know I want to blame Future. <laughs> no, don't do that today. Y'all know I want to blame Future, but to each his own, you know. Um, I think that another component to all of this was, because, you know, you, we all saw the tweets. Um, a pattern, you know, with this individual was the clout, right? It was always like, oh, I know Hope, or I know Jay-Z, or I know this person. And it's like, first, first of all, all, ew. First of all, it's like, 
Ew. Nine times out of ten, I'm sure these women were at Duce Palooza. They know who you are. You don't need to now say that. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, what is understood doesn't need to be explained, right? Because mm-hmm. now I'm just looking at you like, this nigga sus. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like he's and making me so uncomfortable. Like once you make a woman uncomfortable, speak to that. The night is not off to a good start. It's not off to a good start because now my guards are up. Well, right? I don't, I don't, I don't want to. Um, again, I, I want to kind of leave the conversation in open form, um, just yeah. out of respect for the victims, for women who have was directly affected by this, and I think. Now that I'm thinking about it, I think we all kind of know somebody who's been affected by it personally. I just found that shit out today. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it's like we we all kind of know somebody. So I don't want to keep it so focused on them. But I do want to ask you, Steph, um, you know, just being a woman, have you ever found yourself in a situation like that where you felt a little uncomfortable or, you know, um, the word coercion was brought up a lot. Can um, I define that for you really quickly? I was literally just going to define this. Do you think? Yep. Coercion, because this is something that men need to understand because I realized this past week that none of y'all understand this. It's <laughs> actually, no, it's, it's pretty frightening because a lot of people are trying to con- uh, confuse the word rape with coercion or it's, mm-hmm. not, it's right. not, both are wrong. So let's, let's, let's just read this wrong. Coercion, the practice of persuading someone to do something by using force or threats. Yeah. So that, that, that word has been used a lot, coercion. Sexual assault was a term that's been used a lot in rape. Okay. Now these are all different things, but they're all wrong. And at the end of the tunnel of all these three things, the one thing they have in common, you can leave somebody as a a victim. Now the scale, it doesn't matter. A victim is still a victim despite what had, you know what I'm saying? Despite how far it may or may not have went. And I, I, I think that is probably the most alarming thing to me is seeing men and some women in some instances not really understanding the difference. You know, yeah. it was like, okay, the word rapey has been tossed around a lot. Oh, it was rapey behavior or he was acting a little rapey or, you know, that word rape is such a strong word and nobody really wants to associate, be associated with it. So, um, I definitely think it's a word you got to be careful with. For sure, right? But it doesn't discount any of the other sexual assault acts that take place. Absolutely not. Just because it wasn't, you know what I'm saying, that far, it doesn't excuse anything. Absolutely not. I'm just saying it's a word we got to be careful with. For sure. And I agree. And I agree. Um, But yeah, I think I've definitely... What'd you say, Oh, no, I'm just... I just... It's time to really speak to our men, bro. And honestly, the men that listen to this podcast, like, I I really would hope that you want to make women comfortable, bro. Like, it's... I mean, it's all about intention, right? Because it's like what you said with your friend. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, you wanted to go out and you wanted to have fun. Like, I'm sure you weren't turned off to the idea of taking someone home if that's what it came down to. You know what I mean? But it's like when your intention is like, I'm coming to this club to fuck, the way you move now is completely different from somebody who's like, yeah, I'm a young man, I'm single, I'm out here, I want to have fun, and whatever yeah. happens, happens. But when your intention is like, nah, like I'm out here to get some. You know what I'm saying? The way you move, the way you speak. No, it's not even that. You can, like, and and let's be clear. As a a human, you may have a mission of, you know what? I'm going out and I'm looking to have sex with somebody consensually. The the issue is I'm looking whether they like it or not. 
Like, I'm not taking no for an answer is the issue. Yeah, but even with those type of niggas who's like, I'm out here and I'm looking for some pussy, like, even that, even if he's, like, saying, like, oh, I want some consensual, like, sex, even the way that type of man comes Takes off. place, yes. It, 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 yes. it still can be uncomfortable. It's no, still sure. level. It's sure. like it's like when I'm looking for it, whether you're going to give it or not, it's up yes. here. But even it's like when I'm looking for it, but I want it to be consensual, there's mm-hmm. still a level of, like, the way you move. Because yeah. we, I'm sure all women and women listening to that have come in contact with a man who's, 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 who's moves you know, mm-hmm. that they've made on them have made them uncomfortable. They might not have been rapey, but they mm-hmm. were forceful, mm-hmm. right? So, mm-hmm. like, there's, there's, a, there's a balance you have to strike with women. There's a balance. Yes, we want you to be the initiator, right? Yes, we want you to take charge. Yes, we want you to show interest. And then we make a decision on whether that interest is reciprocated. But it's it's a level of finesse. <laughs> and I hate to say finesse because finesse, um, finesse uh, kind of means like trickery in a way. But I don't mean that when I'm saying Charisma. That. You mean like, Charisma. like, like, you know like finesse. What I mean? Like, yeah. yes, mama, like you are fine and I am interested in you and I want to get to know you more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yo, that's my line right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's your go That's your go You know, but <laughs> I definitely, you know, I've, I'm not going to lie. Like when I read all of these things, and I'm sure other women um, who read some of these things, we've all probably had one of those moments in our own heads that we might have gone back to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've definitely been in a situation of coercion. Um, I was much younger. The person was a lot older than me. Um, at the time and you know when you mix like alcohol and this person that you think you might like Mm -hmm. and you know being alone with them in their house you know what I'm saying as a woman it can be scary you know because I think a woman's intuition will always like kind of have our our guard up to some extent like should I go to this nigga's house like Mm -hmm. and men don't have to be alone to hit with him I don't really know him that well, but you know, maybe it's okay. Like maybe. Right. And I winded up, you know, doing some things the next day. Like I wasn't super proud of, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I wasn't super proud of, and it kind of made me kind of like go through like the night. And I started looking at myself, like, damn, where did I go wrong? Like, what did mm-hmm. I do wrong? Right? So, you know, and well, I realized like a lot of women probably like might've like, cause I, a lot of women said it, they were like, okay, well, what did, you know, what did I do? You know, certain things like that. But I think that like, as I went through it, like there were definitely like red flags that popped up. You know what I mean? That going forward, I tried to move a little bit differently because the thing was, is like, I just, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know the nigga that well. Like I just, I just didn't know Mm -hmm. him that well. You know what I mean? And maybe it could have been like, oh, I could have had a friend with me or, you know, I could have said, oh, well, you know, let's, Let's not go to your crib. Just for me personally, you know what I'm saying? Because you get there and you're at his house and you're like, well, damn, I kind of feel like a little worried. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. I pray, I don't, like, if if I say no, like, what will happen? You know? And then there's that pushy. Yeah, sure. It's like, hmm. Sure. You know, and there was a group of niggas, like, in the next room, like, his brothers and his friends. You know what I'm saying? So I just, just in case anybody's you know? listening to this, I don't yeah. want them to think that you're talking about the same individual. No, 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 no. It's separate, a different person. But only because, you yeah. know, the stories are kind of similar. Yeah. Like, and what yeah. you're saying is a little bit similar. So I, yeah. I do want to make sure, yeah. like, we make it clear, no, like, yeah. you're this not speaking towards person. the same person. Okay. Absolutely not. But that, like, predator-like behavior. Yes, yes, yes. There's yes, things sure. to, like, look for. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because predators yeah. kind of operate. The fact that you needed to make the distinction that this wasn't the same person just goes to show that predator-like behavior 
is Has all not, one and the same. It's, 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 it's right. one and the same. And I think a lot of it, um, again, back to the word insecure, and I think being self-aware. Yeah. Um, and I also think, you know, um, the word no. Like, I think people, and especially men, have a hard time digesting that word no. And it has it, it and it shows in the behavior, shows in the patterns. And, um, you know, again, I am so lucky and blessed and grateful that I've been in a circle with men who haven't been in this type of behavior, been accused of this type of I've never seen this type of behavior. So something like this is hard for me to really understand. And then knowing the type of guy that I am, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've been in situations where, because one of the things that I, I, I hate this fucking argument, right? It, just, it really just pisses me the fuck off when I see people on Twitter like, oh, as a woman, she pulled up to the crib at 2 a.m. She should know what that means. I hate that shit. I hate that shit. Because, 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 it, busted. because you're not old anything. It doesn't matter exactly. if she decided to pull up at 4 a.m. It don't matter if she decided to pull up with no clothes on. She could literally have no clothes on, sit in your mm -hmm. goddamn bed, and mm -hmm. play Monopoly. Yep. So that's that's the lame part about me for a lot of these dudes that, that they think they fly and they got this and that. And it's like, yo, Duke, a girl can't tell you no and, 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 and you're, yeah. you're fine. Yeah. You're yeah. not old anything. We're not yeah. old anything, bro. Yeah. I can't And I think it. that's the biggest thing, okay? I think that's the biggest thing. Like, we're not old anything. And I think men, again, you have to unlearn that. If you don't, if you don't already know, please, starting today unlearn you aren't owed anything especially when it comes to a woman you aren't owed loyalty and this is this goes deeper than just a physical thing you aren't owed loyalty you aren't owed phys like ain't nothing nothing like the, the greatest thing that i've learned the greatest thing that i've had to come to terms with and come to grips with is be grateful to experience a person be grateful to experience the time that you've had with that person because mm -hmm. at some point that person may move on. Mm -hmm. That person may not look at you the same, may not feel that way towards you. You can't get mad just because she said she loved you before. She's not owed that feeling for life. Yeah. Just because she slept with you a hundred times before, yeah. she's not owed to sleep with you a hundred and one times. You see quick. what I'm saying? Enjoy the experience. That's, that's how I feel. I, bro, I, you couldn't have worded that any better. Before we close this out, because we don't want to make this drawn out. For sure, out. for sure. I, know, I think right. they kind of understand where we're going with it. I saw a story, well, not even a story, a dude yesterday kind of like replying to this ordeal and situation. And he replies in the Twitter comments and goes, yeah, you know, well, one night, you know, I was with my fuck buddy. And this, I feel like this story is very important for us to hear. Because men will hear like relationships or relationships that they think they have with certain people and think they can do certain things. Mm -hmm. He said, hey, you know, I had a fuck buddy. Uh, uh, we were in college. She told me to pull up at 12 a.m. Uh, I ended up overstudying or I had something to do and I pulled up at 2 a.m. When I pulled up at 2 a.m., the door was locked. So I jumped through the window to get what I was owed. That's sick, bro. And he was, and he was dead. That, like, he was like dead serious. Way. And his, his, his mindset is probably like, Oh no no, we do this. Like we're fuck buddies. We have some sort no, of a relationship. No, no bro. Duke. No dude. Don't work like that, bro. It, it comes down to respect. Like it comes down to respect. Plain and it simple. Does. It comes down to respect. And it comes for the down person to and for yourself. Yourself and the per exactly. It comes down to respect. Like that's that's it. It comes down to respect. So um, just yeah. Um, 
I mean, I don't know, Steph, if you have any last thoughts, Alex, it sounded like you were kind of pretty done with the topic. I'm, I'm cool on it too. I feel like, you know, we kind of all know what is getting at. But the one yeah. thing I do want to say, and I mean this in every aspect of the word, like, yo, fellas, if, if you ever get to a point where you get to a point of desperation, stay in the house. Just jerk off. <laughs> jerk off. He know it. Just jerk off, bro. Me to me. Just, just, just let it go, bro. Like, because again, you are not owed a fucking thing. A and, fucking and, and thing. Something that has not come up. Something that has not come up is the word sex addict and sexual addiction has not come up. Now, when you think about somebody who is addicted to drugs, is addicted to alcohol, is addicted to gambling, whatever the case may be, the stakes to which that they will go to mm. go and get what they want out like everything's out the window logic is out the window respect is out the window so this person has a addiction he needs to go and get himself help because when you are addicted to something your logic turns off exactly he's not even in his right mind like it's very clear that he's not in his right mind so it's it's very easy to you know tell like throw him under the jail you know like Cut him. He needs to of die. Like it is. you know, there's also those comments. There's also those comments. But at the end of the day, like I also want to bring like humanity into this, and like no, and this is not a justification, right? But that's a human being, and he needs help. He needs help. He needs to get himself that's help. You know what I'm saying? Help. Because I was watching, and I want to, you know, and I'll probably end with this, but I was watching this movie called The Shack, right? Real quick. Um, this family, they go up to the mountains. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it. They go up to the mountains. The guy's daughter gets kidnapped. She gets killed, right? He's harboring all of this, like, pain inside of him, everything like that. So he goes out into his mailbox one day, a few years have passed, and he's like, it's, it's, he gets a letter. And the letter says, hey, meet me back at the shack. And it's signed by, it says, Papa. So he's thinking, like, his killer is, like, trying to mess with him or something like that. So he goes back to the shack. He winds up meeting, like, the Holy Trinity, Right but like in person. So the father, the son, the Holy Spirit, right? But they're in person form, right? Yeah, yeah. And- drugs? Like, who's this nigga on? <laughs> <laughs> he just needed a, he needed a life intervention. The unforgiveness is ruining his life. But, um, so he goes to the shack, he meets God in three forms and in human form and everything like that. And God kind of like walks him through like his childhood, right? Mm-hmm. So he shows him this little boy, right? And a little boy is getting beat by his father, beat by his father, beat by his father. And he's like, you know, whose fault is it? And he's like, oh, it's the father's fault, right? Mm -hmm. And then he goes, well, let me show you the father's childhood. And the father's childhood, he was also abused by his father, right? Mm -hmm. And so it was like a long line of abuse. And it's like, who do you blame, right? Again, not, not a justification for behavior. But when you have a long line, like, of abuse, you never know what could happen. When you have a long line of insecurity matched with bullying matched with maybe yeah. seeing porn too early yeah, you know yeah. all these different factors it's like you need to go get yourself some help yeah. you know what i'm saying so yeah. just you know i just i never want to like take wanna, somebody, like we need to hang we need to hang him you know what uh-huh. i mean because you know that's a that's a that's a black no. man you know what i'm saying he's a part of the community we we don't want bad for the brother but the brother needs to go get help that's yeah. that's that's, that's my get, you know, I, I, and again, you know, normally, um, um, I, I agree. Help. Mm-hmm. I do want to say I, I agree with help. But um, it's it's hard for me to read some of the things that I read and yeah. then not put, not put my sister in those shoes, not put you in that matter in those shoes. You know what I'm saying? It's it's hard for me 
to think about, you know, how they must have felt in those situations. For me, it I feel like life will take its course. Whatever happens, happens. I do hope he gets help, but I also hope the women find peace. Yeah. And I hope the women feel some type of, of vindication for it. I yeah. hope they are able to get through it. Yeah. Um, Thank y'all for coming out, man. I know that shit ain't, that shit is not easy, man. Right. Thinking everybody, you know, might think you're a liar and this and that. That's, that's, mm-hmm. that's all it's mm-hmm. And I also want to salute, and then we, we up out of here after that. But I, I do want to salute um, the people who are in business with him, who have said, hey, this is wrong. Right. I wasn't aware. This can't go on. Right. He does need help. You know what I'm saying? I think it shows a lot for Rory to get on his platform that gets a million hits a week and for him to publicly say, yo, this is not the behavior that I knew and I don't fuck with it. I'm not going to fuck with it. No. You know what I'm saying? I think it takes a lot because it it, it, it would have been real easy. It's a lot easier when it hits close to home for you to just, you know, tuck your tail and hide, you right. know, and, and I got to commend him and his team, but especially him, just because, you know, I know Rory um, on the the closest level, I got to commend him for that because I wouldn't even know how to react if I learned that about somebody. I I just kept putting again, and you know, obviously Alex, I know you're the furthest nigga from this, like legit, but I just, I just kept putting it in my head. Like the closest scenario for me would be Alex. Like, Alex is my guy, you know, we're friends, but we're also in yeah. business. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. how would I feel if I got so caught off guard if my man, like this nigga on this screen right here, hey, how you doing? Like, that is my guy. Like, I'm going to war with this nigga every single time, no questions ever asked. And I'm you know sure it's easy for like Rory. I know it, it can't be. It can't be. Think about so the just, inner conflict, right? For sure. I, I want I want to send. You know, I want to send in my, um, you know, my support to him. And I've texted him, you know, and let him know this too. But, yeah. you know, that, that was big for him. Yeah. Big, big, big. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. So I was on, I was, just to get a little lighter here, because I know we we kind of got a little solemn. But some nasty shit happened, so we had to address it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. I was, on, I was on Instagram this week, you know, chilling, doing my little thug fizzle thing. And I came a picture, I came across a picture of, like, young money on stage. When I say young money, I mean like, you know, the three big stars. I'm talking Nikki, Drake, <laughs> Lil Wayne. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I automatically thought to myself, I'm like, you know, I can't pinpoint who is who right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm just getting like a power of energy. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, like thus. Yo, that went off. Like when I first seen you post it in the story, like I looked at the I looked at it. And you're right. There was a very familiar energy. Yeah, yeah. I was like, so mad you didn't tag us in the picture. I'm sorry. I was Alex is mad. About- Yo, Steph, we got to call him on his shit, bro. What do you mean? I, call- I tagged me to know. But you know what? It was good that he didn't, like, tag yeah. us individually because oh. of what happened after. We kind of gave everybody the chance to cast us appropriately, which was hilarious. Right. Okay. All right. If I haven't seen that... Go to our page, go to the Young Money post, and yes. look at all the comments <laughs> everybody uh, casting us. Can can we read a few? Yes, because, I So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so for anybody who's wondering, <sighs> obviously, like Alex said, he posted this picture. I thought it was great. Yeah. Um, And then again, the thing that I wanted to know, so I posted it and I asked, I need you to cast each Young Money, Drake, yeah. Lil Wayne, and Nikki as Savon, Alex, and Steph. 
who is who and and, and why um <laughs> and so some of the responses were just hilarious Not i want to <laughs> read these or i want to read i'll read like two of my favorites and then if y'all want to read y'all and i, I kind of just want to go over what y'all think about what the people are saying sure. all right um so the first one or uh, steph do you want to go do you want to start before we start mm -hmm. steph f baby <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god uh, oh. all right so this one i thought was kind of funny okay this is from jose black 305 right and jose shout out to you for spelling my name right salute to you brother he he put the that capital v? v like kim k you know what i'm saying the, the big v not the little joint big v but uh jose goes Savon is Drake because he engages in some light skin nigga shit like double penetration <laughs> and supposedly lust for women across the country. <laughs> Alex is Wayne because he sometimes is outlandish and says outlandish shit. And Steph is Nikki because of human resources. Now, I don't get the human resources. I don't get that shit. either, but okay. But I can see me and Alex. I don't engage in double penetration. But <laughs> for the, the, the joke, for the banter, Cool. Ah. I thought I like that one, one was pretty funny. I like this one. Uh, <laughs> Y'all know my favorite one. I'm going to read one that's for real, but this is my, this is my okay. favorite one. Steph is Wayne. Okay. Earthed you Negroes. Nah, I hate that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good one. She's an OG. I know it. Wheezy F. Steph. <laughs> um, nah, but I like this one. Uh, I like this one. Um. <laughs> Alex has to be Wayne just because of his music knowledge and just being well-versed in other cultures. Savon is Def Drake due to him being witty at times. And then it says, and Steph has to be Nikki with the vocal characters and how she exudes independence. See, that's a great, that's a great reason to be Nikki. Like, I'm not, I'm not mad at you for being Nikki for that. Because that was one of the more, like that person listens. Shout, shout that person out, whoever said that. Um, yes, that person. Let me see. Who was that? That is one and only JT. Shout out to you. All that right, was so super listening. That was, uh, that, was, that was intentional. Now, that was a good one. That was a good one. Um, and I guess while Alex figures his out, this is another one that I thought was kind of uh, good. Steph is Drake because she gets in the relationship bag topics the best. Alex the Great, please say the Great, is definitely <laughs> Wayne. <laughs> And you know the Don Savon gotta be Nikki because he gets in his nasty bag the most. <laughs> now, I will dispute that, me getting into my nasty bag. I think I'm just the most honest, but my two friends and co-hosts definitely are nastier than I am. Like that's a that's a stretch. For sure. That's a stretch, bro. I'm feeling for sure. That's no. Alex, he thinks because we played a couple of games and never have I ever, and he learned a couple things about our past <laughs> that he can just throw dirt on, us, throw dirt on our name. Can you believe that? I don't. I. I I'm just you saying. Believe it. Oh, and the official fourth nah. member of the show, Devon Terrell. Oh yeah. Yeah, he had a great one too. And then I guess. Uh, <laughs> so because she'll slap you. <laughs> I do not. Uh, Savon is Drake because he's petty as fuck and extremely passive aggressive. <laughs> Steph, do you agree with that? Devon, because um, Devon knows us, so I need to like break this shit down. I'm gonna just act like I didn't read it and just keep going. <laughs> Yo, can you hear me? Yes. All right, that is so right. Devon was correct about. Yo, nigga, you just came back. What the fuck? Yes. 
See, I tried to be nice. I tried to just keep going. That's why your shit froze. No, we got to tell him. We got to tell him. <laughs> Devon was correct. Savon is so passive aggressive, bro. Mm-hmm. Huh? You, mm-hmm. you are so passive. Am I? You yes. don't even realize you do it. Yes. You don't even realize. Me. Now I feel like about the same person. Alex, you passive have some- <laughs> and aggressive. Yeah. Okay, this is what Savon will do. This is what Savon will do, right? Here's oh example, my right? God. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So let's say we in the chat, we talk about something and we <laughs> might not be agreeing or seeing eye to eye, right? Uh-huh. And let's say it has something to do with like the audience or the people. The chat is personal. That's okay. That's okay. No, it's it's, not. I'm, not I'm not getting too deep. They already know. They know you can text us at 4.45 in the morning on a Sunday. So the chat's not that personal, okay? Okay. So <laughs> he, might, he might post something in the chat. We might disagree or whatever. So then he'll, he'll stop responding. Then he'll take a screenshot of a comment that somebody posted that fits his side of the argument. <laughs> and he'll just throw that in the chat. And he won't say nothing else, right or wrong. Right or wrong. <laughs> right or wrong. He can't even answer because he's so I don't know if passive <laughs> is the word. Yes, that is passive hey, aggressive that, shit. That's what that is. Being passive aggressive is like wanting to approach something, but you're not approaching it head on yet. You're doing exactly. like subtle little hints around it. But that's because I don't want to be aggressive. That's so passive aggressive. No, 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 you're still aggressive. You're just passively. It's just passive aggressive. Passive on it, and it gets a like no, no. no. I'll be like, you know what? I'm not even gonna say nothing. I'm gonna just let the people speak. Here's a comment. Watch that. Okay. Uh, well, Alex is Wayne. Devon, Devon said Alex is Wayne because he gets pissed off at stupid questions and stupid people. That's not wrong. That's not wrong. Wait, I got a good one right here. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yep. I got a good one right here. Okay. Savon is Nikki because he's very controversial. No, he's trying to be controversial. <laughs> Alex is Drake because he be using big words and metaphors to act like he not just ain't shit as the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> I like that. I like that. And Steph is Wayne because of the versatility. Yo, I'm Wayne. I'm Weezy F. Steph. <laughs> these are good. I like these. So now like let's rank between the three of us. Actually, yo, Shiv, pull up. I want to hear Shiv's take. Ooh, let's hear there we Shiv's go. take. There we go. Because I think I could, I think I could put the three of us. I think I know who's who in our like little circle. Let's get the Shiv take. Okay. Combine the two. Mm. Combine the two. And do an I could definitely see that. I could see that. That's so true. <laughs> you gotta say 
<laughs> Word. <Yeah>. I.e. pre-production. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never know what you're going to get with me. You might get Roman's Revenge. You might get... <laughs> and and why is why is uh save all win? Because I'm the goat. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck you thought, nigga? I'm the goat. <laughs> okay, that's Wayne. That's Wayne baby. I'll okay. take it. I'll take that. All right. That's, I'll that's take that. Okay. See, now can I tell y'all mine? And I don't know if y'all have one. And I don't know if the people even care about this, but I think it's kind of funny. And I have nothing else to do in this quarantine. So <laughs> I said Alex was Wayne. The reason <laughs> I, I said Alex is Wayne is yeah. because he's peacemaker and the middleman, right? Nikki and Drake, boom, bump heads a lot. And they is is it's documented, right? So Alex, this is a good point. I looked at Alex as Wayne because he's that that middle guy. He's the glue. Yeah. Also, Wayne is known to live in his own world. World. <laughs> yeah. Alex epitomizes just yes. being away yes. and not like Alex is so Wayne to me that I'm like, fuck this nigga. And you know what? I feel like him being in his own bubble so much is what makes him so able to come and be the peacemaker with yes. us. Because he spends quality time yes. with himself. Yes. I remember yes. one time we was in the studio, we were been... about to have a guest or something. Me and Savon was arguing. Yeah. I got up, walked out the studio. I left. <laughs> Alex was like, stop, stop, stop. Hold on, hold on. They don't know about this. Savon was like, all right, what up? Like, what up? Yeah, yeah, peace. Whatever. I'm like, I'm done. I'm out of here. I walked out the studio. I was like, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, baby girl, baby girl, hold on, hold on, stop, stop, stop. Wait, <laughs> Let me talk to you. Let me talk to you. This nigga comes out into the hallway, wraps his arm around my shoulder. He's like, listen, listen, this is what you gotta understand about Savon. That's Wayne. What you gotta understand about Savon. That's Wayne. I didn't know in that moment that you were Louise F. Alex. I'm telling you. <laughs> I- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, so that's why I said okay. Alex was Wayne. Um, okay, and then right. this one was a toss up for me because I can see me and Steph both taking traits of, of both Drake and Nikki, of Drake and Nikki. And Nikki yeah, right? yeah, I agree. Right, yeah. but the the thing that I'm gonna give Steph the edge on, and I think that comment really helped me, is Nikki's versatility. I think, and the animation, and the energy, and like when Nikki says something, like I was in the studio with Nikki, so this like I felt that energy when she shut down. Show. That mm-hmm. Like I've seen Steph shut Nick. She shut me down. Like I know when she just got that women go 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 mode i don't even know if a man can do it so no 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 no, no, no. you can do it you've done it it doesn't come off the same it doesn't come off the same it doesn't come i I don't it may be 
that that, that could be true. That, nah, but I think I think that's <laughs> a good way to see it. Like we both have like Nikki and Drake tricks at times. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I can see and, that. And then I think this quarantine has made me want to find a wife. Oh, so I man. think that has put me in the Drake field of this nigga has not been shit his entire life, but now he just wants to like, you know, find Rihanna in love. So that's why Rihanna. I that and that's why I gave myself Drake, and that's how I came. Life, but a wife that fits within his schedule, his constraints. Yeah, yeah, like somebody yeah. who kind of knows. You want kids? I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Oh, that was so funny though. That was so so I, funny. that 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 was my conclusion to the. Shout out to you. Uh, and why, young money need to know. Yeah. <laughs> I need to know. That's it. But yeah, the Lil Wayne one was the easiest because Alex just lives in his own own world. Land. Like when when they had that conversation, I was like, "Yeah, I'm Wayne. He <laughs> he doesn't even know his own phone pass. Yeah, <laughs> even how to get it, Graham. He don't know what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> shout to Wayne. Man. Wayne to has him, the man. same group of friends, same man, like his same very small tight knit circle. Wayne just yeah. does Wayne. Alex just Yo. does Alex. Like yeah, we can't. Yeah. Figure I love him you. Out. Know that? Alex doesn't. You no, know I love you. Nah, bro. I'm just saying. You no, know I love just you, right? saying, bro. Like, yeah. So that's, that's why you got you though. Those are like your best qualities, though. Oh, thank y'all so much because I really don't give a fuck, but it comes yeah. off as. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! It's true. Listen, it's what's true. up? We got we got a um. If I'm being honest this week, what we doing, man? What we doing? Now we ain't even talk about the Rona, bro. Oh, the Rona. We ought to need to know podcast. I think we should kind of inform the people on what's going on with the Rona. It's pretty yeah. big deal. Just yeah. a little bit. Just a it's hard to. I feel like every week we're gonna have to give like some Rona updates. Just yeah, just something about it. We don't gotta stay too long on it. Yeah. Again, I always want to thank um all the essential workers. I got a lot of DMs and people who say, "Yo, I listen to y'all at work." Uh, while I'm working and as okay. soon as somebody says work I just assume essential and if yeah. you're essential that means you're putting your life on the line and I appreciate and respect you so shout out to them before we even get into the corona stuff um but a lot of statistics came out and yeah. we know New York has been like the epicenter of the United States but yeah. now it's saying that we the, the the country as its whole is the epicenter of the world we surpassed China we have over a million cases reported um, again, I take these numbers with a grain of salt because a lot of these countries uh, may skew the numbers, may hide the numbers, may smudge the numbers because like, who wants to be honest when it comes to, hey, we're dying over here or we're infected over here. So um, I don't really know how to take that. But I will also say that the United States has probably been the most careless country um, in handling it. So it. I'm not too surprised at us surpassing China where it started. Why do you think um, we've been the most careless? What happened? Why do you think we've been the most careless? Are we spoiled? Because we're entitled. It goes back to that word entitled. You know, Americans, United States, we feel untouchable. We feel entitled. You know, um, the government tells us to stay home. We're the one of the few countries who feel, no, I'm not. Like, I shouldn't. And I keep saying this. Like, we should be fined every time we leave our house w without having to do anything important or essential. Like, it, that's just how extreme I think it should go, just until we can get things under control. At one point in the beginning, like the Navy or the Army was coming in and they were going to like just be enforcing it a little more. Mm -hmm. But like the issue with that is like entitlement, right? What happens when you take away an entitled kid's toys? They rebel and so get upset. And now, and, and then that's a safety issue. Mm -hmm. Right? So it's kind of like the infrastructure of entitled America taking that away 
now how do you police that well i think and and that's where it comes to like everybody being on the same page like for whatever reason we got put in a situation with somebody i personally feel isn't equipped for it the president you know what i'm saying like i had a conversation i was talking to pierre shout out to pierre our videographer word i do miss p but um i was talking to p and i had a conversation about sports i'm like yo bro at the head of every major business right it always starts at the top Mm. your business practice is a reflection of the person at the top yeah you know like and that's just what it is america is a business the president is at the top of that business it's a reflection of whether you like him dislike him personally it doesn't matter because his spirit his aura is going to overshadow the country in its whole. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and right now we needed somebody who was probably a little bit more concerned about the people and not the finances. Yeah. But this is just what it is. And this is, yeah. that's another thing. Like financially we're careless because we want to, you know, there, and these are tough conversations to have because it's the hard truth, but the people at the top of the country making these decisions they don't care about us. And are not meaning, being affected the same way. Meaning middle America. This is not a white, black, Asian, Latin thing. This is a, 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 a class system. Yeah. They don't care about us. And when I say us, I mean middle to lower class people mm-hmm. working America. They don't give a fuck. They will be happily like Dr. Oz said it. Open the schools up. Only 3% of the children are going to die. And we'll be like, that is a sick way. Of, they are willing to sacrifice. That's- the craziest thing I've literally ever heard. Only 3%. So who's 3% should die? That, but that's what I'm saying. They, they look at it as numbers, finances, and what it will mean for them. They don't care about the people. So it's like, that's what we're faced with. They're willing to say, let's open up the country because, hey, slow money's better than no money at the end of the day. And if the poor people are dying off, we'll be all right. That's how they see it you know what, like, and maybe this could kind of go into my, like, if I'm being honest, but if I'm being honest, you know, like, I really feel like we should let the government go ahead and do the stupid shit that they want to do. Let them go ahead and open up the country and let the people that want to flock and go outside, go outside. Because at the end of the day, you want to open up the country to make money. Everybody that's going to get sick from the second wave of this, you're now going to have to spend money. That's going to hit it before. All the money that you made. Mm-hmm. to now help rectify this situation so please sometimes the best way you know you have, your mother ever said to you if those who don't hear will feel mm-hmm. a hard head make for a soft mm-hmm. bottom mm-hmm. okay let them go ahead and open up the country if i'm being honest let them go ahead and open up the country so they can see how uncontained this thing is and they could be like you know what they Damn, they what the the lives do you think they would care stuff you think they, would care? they don't care stuff this is why they will care this is why they will care they will care because it will cost more money to fix the situation. Not if people are dying. It's easier to let people die. Well, people will get sick and they'll have to do something about it. Their Congress members will get sick. Their they'll hospital die. members will get I'll sick. They care. Say like, they care. We, what I'm going to say Vaughn. I don't think they give a damn. I, I think yeah. that they care when they see that the economy is either when you, in worse condition than it was before. You say it they, won't be in worse condition. When you say they, are you speaking to like the president or like the I'm speaking to the people. Yeah, I'm speaking to the government. Big the businesses, the government, businesses. lobbyists. I'm speaking to all these people. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
sometimes it's like, I hate to say it, but it's like collateral damage almost where you have to like see it go to the worst so that you could be like, yo, this problem is actually like way worse than we thought. And but see, the, the problem is for us. It's not a problem for them. That's why I say they I don't think the they'll problem. care. The problem is people are dying around us. They aren't being affected. The thing that's affecting them is the economy crashing. So that's why I said slow money is better than no money. So if they open shit up. What's the economy going to look like? If, if they open it up, the economy can go back. Because say if out of every 100 people, only five people are dying, you still got 95 people working and contributing to the economy. Right now, we have zero people contributing to the economy. So this is their worst case scenario, not the five or 10 people who's going to die once it opens up. But it's not going to be five or 10, because when you think about the rate that the, what, what were you going to say? When it comes to percentages though, Steph, it might just come to that. Yeah, five or 10 five out of every hundred people, yeah. 10 people. But think or about even 15, that's 15%. They don't care about that. Think about it like this. Think about the numbers that we're at right now, right? The numbers that we're at right now. And this is when we didn't know that the coronavirus was out. And the numbers are skyrocketing. We just hit a million, over a million cases in the United States alone, mm -hmm. right? I think it's 3 million um, across the, the world, world. <laughs> but a million in the United States alone. And that's when we didn't know. So imagine now sending people out into the world where the coronavirus is at an all time high. You think the numbers are not going to skyrocket? Those percentages are not going to skyrocket. Already, but Steph, see, that's the thing though. It's already gone up. You see how they reopened Georgia? I don't know if we've uh, spoken about that. I know I had to, that's what you were talking about, right? Yeah, like, mm -hmm. Did you, did we speak about? But it's, too, it's too soon to tell though, cause they just opened it. We're going to have but, to see the rate that people are getting. But sick. I mean, on the first day when they reopened, it was 850 new cases. So like if, if anything on the first day I get 850 back, I'm already trying to retract, retract. If you're going to allow that to go forward, you don't give a damn. You don't care. 850 on the same day y'all reopened Georgia and no one gives a damn. You know, well, because I'm automatically being infected doesn't necessarily mean death. You right. See? So a million it doesn't mean spreading it. And the more Absolutely. it spreads, then that increases the chances Absolutely. of yep. death. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, well, but Governor Cuomo, he actually came up with a couple of things um, to do um, as far as New York City, because mm -hmm. this is like the epicenter. We have over 300,000 cases. Um, so he created a 12 step plan. I'm probably not going to go through every single one, mm -hmm. but for them to say that we're going to reopen New York by May 15th, and for these 12 steps to go into place, there's no way that these 12 steps can go into place by May 15th with the, the way the numbers are right now. It's impossible. So basically he's saying that step number one, step number one is that the hospitalization rate has to be on a 14 day decline. Now, let me tell you what I mean when, it, when they say hospitalization rate. The hospitalization rate needs to be below 70% occupancy, like bed occupancy. Right now it's at 80, it's 10% over where it needs to be really 20 because it needs to be under 70 so it's 20 percent over so it needs to be at at least 60 percent for 14 days straight how is that happening when there's like we just hit like a million cases right or 300 000, yeah. right the second is like they're saying that the industries should reopen in phases right so um they're gonna mm -hmm. open certain industries based on like priority and like risk level right mm -hmm. so more essential businesses with like that have a inherently like lower risk so mm -hmm. like um manufacturing um and in like industries and, and things like that uh construction sorry construction and manufacturing um and then with that, they have to make sure that each business that is opening, they have to have a secure plan to ensure what they're gonna do to keep their employees safe, mm -hmm. right? That's also gonna take time. 
then they have to build the healthcare capacity, right? So we're already, like our healthcare system's already kind of fucked, right? Because they're knowing like, if we're sending people out, people are gonna have to have, op- uh, um, they're gonna have to have access to healthcare. They're gonna have to have access to, you know, medication and stuff like that. Yeah. Then there's gonna have to be a testing regimen, right? Yeah. Yeah. So everybody, and it's already hard, say mom, um, talked about this, we talked yeah, about, exactly. we talked about this last week. Um, ventilators, right? They have to build ventilators. They also have to talk about um, a tracing system, right? So how, what is the rate going? Yeah, how, how is it spreading? I know how fast is it spreading? that's been one of the things that I keep seeing. Like, yeah. they really don't even know how the shit is spreading. Like, is they say the clothes, they say the yeah, air, they say the food. Like, it's so many different yeah. things that they don't even know. But I, I, honestly, I see the trend of what you're saying. Basically, you're saying this is an uphill battle for any type of reopening because these steps were so far from as and it's not going to happen in two that weeks. is not going to happen that he would even mention may 15th like the fact that may 15th was thrown out there before this because this 12-step plan seems very smart to me it, it seems like we need to fucking follow and, it and that's two weeks from now so the fact that you, you would even announce that without this 12-step plan being put in place is mm-hmm. ludicrous to me i'm gonna like, keep telling y'all what i've been saying on this podcast every week and i'm gonna say the same thing Every 15 to 30 days, they're just going to tell us the same thing because they are too afraid to tell us this is going to take way too long. So every 15 mm-hmm. to 30, they're just going to keep giving us little uh, breaks. Like, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. In actuality, they know they'll be too scared to really even fully open. But I don't know. They might reopen since they are trying to open up some things. Did we discuss how Georgia is just, you know, passing people that's taking driving tests over the, online? No virtual tests, no nothing. I'm here for that. I support that. My name is Stephanie Ferry and I support this message. No, no. As a, as a permit carrier, I would like to take my virtual road test online. There's Thank no virtual please. road test. That's my point. It's just, you, you do the paper, I presume online, and that is it. Yeah, sounds good. At least we'll know the rules. Y'all out here driving. Y'all don't follow the rules. No, no way. At least I can drive. Fuck <laughs> the rules if I know how to drive. You don't even know how to put reverse. Do you know how to put the car in reverse? Wow, I'm not answering these questions. Do you drive with two feet? Like, do you use one foot or two feet? <laughs> I'm not answering these questions. Michelle Obama, once said, Michelle Obama once said, when they go low, we yeah. go high. How, how high do you go when you're in the Jeep? Listen, do you parallel park? <laughs> <laughs> you know to, do you know how to go? My parallel parking skills are actually, um, actually really good. They're at like 70% right Listen. Now. You and the people of Georgia, we need a hundred. Which is, which is more than I can say for most drivers on the road. <laughs> when you're on the road, I need a hundred percent. We don't need no chance of 70. I need a hundred percent. There's drivers on the road that's driving at a hundred percent right Unfortunately, now. Unfortunately, no. They I'm gonna give you- have not hit me. So I'm say yeah. <laughs> well, they- you are you not just, on the road. You're just presuming that I'm definitely gonna hit you. So you are not <laughs> on the road. I'm gonna say yes. I thought y'all, I thought y'all was my brother. Listen, I thought y'all was gonna give me the benefit no, of the doubt. No, no, listen, 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 listen. I'm, I'm pretty aware of your driving skills. I just want people to take a driving test because when I thought I could drive and the driving test, two different things. Yeah. Two different things. The driving test is like an over precaution. Yeah, but you should start with that. People don't start with the over precaution. Learn it later. It's not an over drive. precaution. If you pick me so up in a motherfucking you- Uber and you tell me I got my test online, that's how you're driving. Oh. Nigga, All right, but I'm not going to be an Uber driver responsible for transporting license. Like, nah, you be able to sue. So it, let me ask you, you be having your hands at 10 and 2 at all times? I've been driving for over, baby. how many years? You be, you be looking over the back every day? 
You y'all been in the car with me more than enough. I you ain't be never felt unsafe. Nigga, you be texting in the car. I'll be killing it though. I'm pretty sure you wouldn't have passed your driver's test like that. But I'll be killing it though. Ten and two. Georgia, Georgia's Georgia's wilding overall. Listen, right they opening up nail salons, barbershops, and now you could take a driving test without taking one. <laughs> This is nuts. This is this is. They're trying to kill him. They're trying to kill all y'all. See, yeah. all this like this shit is open. That shit is open. Yeah. I think I've been real hopeful of when things are gonna open up. So today, this morning, I found myself um on the Delta app. <laughs> right, <laughs> I found myself on the Delta <laughs> app because I could. I just wanted to check the temperature, like what these prices were going good. for. I'm, 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 I've been traveling a little bit more, so I kind of know how much it costs to get to certain cities that I, I'm a fan of, mm -hmm. like uh, Los Angeles and Miami, Houston, Atlanta, whatever. Some of the better cities, more fun cities that mm -hmm. I can't drive to. So I looked, right, guys? Oh, man. <laughs> There's a round trip to Los Angeles for less than $200. Oh, yeah. For back in, in September, though. This is not now. Oh. So oh. now I'm, I'm in the game of like, all right, do I want to take this chance, buy a ticket for $175 right now, round trip to LA, not knowing the state of the country in September, it could be worse, right? But it can also be opened up. And now I'm in LA you came for up. less than $200. I'm sorry, do you have somewhere to go? Like, you got some business got some, in LA? Yeah, you got some. I always got business in LA, baby. Y'all can find business. <laughs> I don't know about you. Yeah, we know Sahara. But I can find <laughs> business in LA. <laughs> uh, but also Sahan is in LA, so shout out to Sahan. Shout out to Sahan. Gotcha. But uh, yeah, so I don't know how I should feel. Miami, I saw flights for similar prices, and y'all already know how I feel about Miami. Of um, And yeah, so I'm, I'm just torn. Like, yeah. would y'all judge me if I sent y'all like a receipt of, yo, I got a trip booked in October from now? I wouldn't judge you, but we gonna, we gonna continue doing this video conference. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's a, we not in the studio? I said, as long as you bring your laptop, it's okay. <laughs> That's it. I ain't seeing you in person, though. You can stay out there. Damn, I think you should do it, though, because even if they cancel it, though, they can re, re, uh, give you the credit, I, right? I, if, yeah, if you get insurance on your flights, they always pretty much refund it. So I think insurance is like $30. So, you know, what's that? Charging people for, like, flight insurance right now. I mean, it, it would be smart, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> instead of just losing out on everything. So, but yeah, I, I've been thinking about, you know, down the road, down the road. Uh, like I tweet things and people just run off with it. Um, so on the podcast, you get a little bit more context, but I'm not buying a flight for any time in the near future. Like I was looking to buy a flight for like then. Now, I'm not gonna lie to you though. One of my boys, he just caught the flight to Paris. Shot a whole vlog out that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, now? he's there no he came back last week like went with his girl <laughs> had an amazing time did a pit stop in la then came to new york Beautiful. <laughs> yeah so i don't know i'm torn i'm, I'm, I'm gonna talk to my mom about it they braver than me i'm gonna talk to my mom about it i'm gonna brainstorm on it and see what i want to do um I, I would love for y'all to join me if y'all were like open to it I, we need to go to la i got October. I mean, see um, now, now watch this, Alex. Because if Steph got a free flight to LA, Steph is taking that shit. I don't give you a know. Hey, I don't care what. Hey, she's gonna drop everything. No. <laughs> hey. No. You know that the air is the same air circulating on a flight. Yeah, I thought this was for September. Right? No. 
This is in October. Though. October, yeah, yeah. All right, so let's reconvene in a couple. Yeah, well, let's I, reconvene I, in a because you know I did say <laughs> December from the home, so. Because right? y'all got me reading Governor Cuomo's twelve step pen, and I look like I'm backtracking on my theory. Okay. I just, I just know my friends, man. That's it. I just know my friends. That's it. Uh, but yeah, let's. let's Steph, you kind of kicked it off with being honest. I don't know if that was your, if I'm being honest, segment. You want to keep that or? Um, I think I'll keep that. I'll keep that one. Okay. Maybe. I'll keep that one. Um. All right. Cool. Well, I, I, I guess I'll go. Um. All right. So I'll set it up by this. Oh, if I'm being honest, and if anybody doesn't know, this is where we're just honest about anything, anything in life, anything that can come to our mind. Um, and I think I've had a lot of time to think about these things because of the quarantine. Um, and there was a few things circulating in my mind where I'm like, yo, I could be honest about a lot this week, but there was one thing that really stood out to me where I was conflicted, right? So can I share both? I want to I wanna share two since... And Steph isn't going in the segment. I'll share okay. two. <laughs> so the first thing that I'm being honest about is I don't understand why these companies create sex toys that men cannot compete with. <laughs> I was shocked. <laughs> it's not funny, bro. <laughs> no, it's upsetting me too. Yes, go. Bro, I was put on to some type of fucking mechanism, right? That it it did three things. It was like a three for one. It's already better than it me. Hit. Bro, that's what I'm saying. Like, what do you want me to do, bro? Like, it's, you got a multitasker? I'm not, I don't have three. Like, what do you, like, I can't just, yeah, like, me? No, I'm not, I can't even do it. Like, get creative. It's, it's rubbing one thing, it's inside one thing, and then it's circling, and I'm like, yo, what the fuck? How can I compete? Right. So that's the first thing that, <laughs> that's the first that's thing I'm honest trying about. Like, we got a boycott. As men, <laughs> we must go on strike for these sex toys, because it's getting too it's outlandish. Because of the now, the second too. thing is, for sure. The second thing I need to be honest about is, I don't know about y'all, I am afraid of women that use Snapchat. Yes! Oh! What type of conversation? I'm afraid. Like, Why are you afraid? I thought Snapchat was like for little kids. Like, That's why you should be afraid. I would much rather a woman be on Tinder than Snapchat. See, Savon, I can't really side with you on that. I think they're pretty... Say mom, that's, that's pretty muddy. You gotta understand, Tinder is muddy. I wouldn't, but I know your intent on Say Tinder. Mom. I mom. know what you're doing Say on mom. there. It's muddy in there. You don't know what nobody but, doing on Tinder. You know how people say, I like my racism upfront and direct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I like my smuttiness like to be. Third? Like, just have a Tinder. I don't want to imagine what you're doing on that Snapchat. <laughs> Do you have a Snapchat, Say mom? I don't use it. I'm not active, but I have one. I do have one. Yeah. Did you venture into the dark land of Snapchat recently? The dark land of Snapchat has ventured to me, not the opposite <laughs> way. I don't indulge in that really. Oh, but why okay. you? I haven't well, used Snapchat since like 2016 or something. I mean, like like, I'm still logged it's in. It's a red flag for me. It's, it's, it's a red flag for me. And it's not the end all be all, but it is something where I'm like, wait, Snapchat? You. Yeah, I'm not feeling so. Yeah, if I'm being honest, sex toys and Snapchat. Yo, what are you? 
<laughs> and when they're together, it scares me too. But what are you specifically scared about with Snapchat? Like what so someone can be sending like somebody on the low? It's just, like, it's, it's just it's too, a creepy it's app. Too, bro, it's too, why do you need it? You got close friends on Instagram. Okay. Why do you need Snapchat? Yeah, talk about it. You're right. If there's anything you don't want to be seen on your public Instagram story, you can put four people in your close friends and, and navigate there. The one excuse that I've heard or, or one reasoning that I've heard is the picture quality. The camera quality is better to record on Snapchat. But I'm so sick of hearing that because we have these amazing 5D HD cameras <laughs> where does it really it does. matter what app it does because they're all like different interfaces, right? So like the reason why I use Tidal instead of Apple Music. Uh, see, you sound like the the oh, women. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's the reason why I don't use uh, Apple Music anymore. Like I have it, but like Tidal, like the interface they use. So like, to so literally like play the music is different. So like on Snapchat. Yeah. You'll go on the camera that they use and then the camera that they use on Instagram or the one that you have in your phone, all three different variations because the app like chooses what they want, like what format. I'm I just so thought afraid. Snapchat didn't really hit the way people thought it did. Oh, it's hitting. You want to know what's funny? Is it? It's hitting. I was it's like generational though, because uh, I really thought that thing, thing hitting. hitting. And like, I'm scared. Snapchat, like what, is, what are the numbers? Like, what I'm are afraid. The all I know is that just, I was using Snapchat in college to send money. I don't know if you ever heard of this. It was called Snap Cash. This is when I didn't have a Chase account. This is when I didn't have a Cash app. I didn't have a Venmo. This is when you were scamming. Yo. Officer. This when you had the TD officer. bank. Officer, 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 officer. I don't even know what's going on. Oh, officer, oh, but <laughs> I was using Snap Cash, but the cool thing about Snap Cash was it went directly to your account. No, no, like, no middleman. They weren't taking a certain percentage out. So uh, I then got nasty with it, but I was using it for, you know, money. How'd they yeah. make money if they didn't even try That's why they stopped it. it. They don't have it anymore. They weren't making money. Oh, <laughs> so they had to cut it. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. They probably didn't think people were going to use it as much as they did. Oh, boy, were we. It was just Alex. Like, Me and my friends. It was just Alex. I never heard nobody using that shit. No, we need a poll. Y'all wasn't using Snapcash. Nah, yeah. nobody use Snapcash, you hoodlum. You hoodlum. You fucking hoodlum. <laughs> right. Listen, I don't, I don't judge you, Alex. Alex, Alex what you honest about? I think y'all are about to judge me right now, though. Never. Okay. If I'm being honest, yo, Lizzo, all right. <laughs> yo, listen, yo, listen. A lot of y'all brothers just like to talk. She alright. You feel me? Like if I was, you know what I mean? Like uh, we talking about musically? Don't do this. Don't do this. Lizzo is alright. Don't do this. What is alright about Lizzo? Lizzo's alright, bro. Lizzo's alright. The, the the reason that gets me tight about all these niggas, bro. If Lizzo loses twenty, maybe thirty pounds, they gon' they gonna be like. <sighs> Only, only about twenty to thirty. I can see the vision. I see the foresight. You feel me, Lizzo? All right. Hold on one second. Hold on Lizzo, one second. I gotta call you out real quick. I gotta call Lizzo, you. Lizzo, all right. Call him out. Hold Lizzo, on. Lizzo, all right. You remember? You remember when we had the episode? I remember where everybody, everybody had their panties in a bunch because Lizzo was at the basketball game twerking. Yeah. You what was my, about having, What was my issue? That she put her butt on the on seats, her bare, her bare butt, her big ass. On the cheeks. Hey Steph, I'm gonna tell you this right now. If my mother decides to do that, she's gonna get that treatment from me. 
all right? You should not be a grown person putting your bare bottom on any team. I don't care who you are. <laughs> you got it. I don't care if you're a family member, if you're a loved one. But if I'm being honest, Lizzo is all right. Okay. When did you come to this relationship? Listen, I'm on the ground the other day. I'm like, hold on. She lose about 30. Y'all all gonna be fiending. Hold on. Like she not even like the way they be dragging her on Twitter, it's not even that deep, dog. So that's just speed. not that it's my speed, but it's just not that deep, dog. The way they be dragging her, nah, dog. Nah, she ain't okay. she ain't that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've seen crazy. <laughs> We've all seen. I think I, I don't know if it's so much like I think people turned it into like, the body shaming. But I think it's more so, like, I don't know. She she gives me weird vibes. She gives me weird vibes around her. I don't know her, yeah. but it's something that comes off insincere. Yeah, about no, her. You're right. You're right. No, it's so kind of yeah. like go ahead, go ahead. no, no. Continue stuff. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Because you were saying this. I was just gonna say it's it's kind of like, um, the guys were talking about it on the podcast. It's like the men who want to jump on the whole justice for women train late after an incident but you don't keep that same energy all the time it's like weirdo energy she gives me like weirdo energy it has nothing to do with her size yeah. but something just doesn't come off of me yeah and that's why i'm looking at you crazy <laughs> i mean like what has she done though to even do that because you the realest nigga Not, I know. and that's why i'm keeping her so how can't you how can't you identify real when you the realest oh, nigga no, in the room no. see in, I, could, I could i could let me break it down for you lizzo's just a person that's just trying to be accepted bro like this is a person that been been big all her life you like nah, her. bro. Like I know I'll tell you, you if I like her. You like I'll tell her. you if I like her. I don't got no issue. Right right listen, I don't care. I would have told you if I liked. I would have been like, oh, listen, Lizzo hit me. That ain't my issue. But yeah, bro, Lizzo just you could tell Lizzo is a person, right? She's in the limelight that she never really thought she would ever be in. Not because of like her musical talent, but because I mean, people have probably made fun of her over the years, right? So I feel like she's just trying to make us believe the way she's trying to believe that she's secure. That got nothing to do with it being real or not. We all got insecurities. That's the way she's dealing with that shit. Her insecurity, the way she's dealing with it is, I'm gonna put everything in your face, right? So every time you comment, I'm fat in the comments, you're not touching me because I'm doing it. <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm posting shit with my roles. You feel me? Like I said, you take about 20, 30 off that? She all right, dog. Lizzo ain't that bad. And you know, it's kind of like how like people just drag things because Twitter is cool. How long were they dragging Russ for? Russ do one song with Bia and Rihanna posting and we all love him. It's just, we just do a lot of flocking, dude. Well, I actually fuck with Russ because I've been- No, I mean, well, that's you, Savon. Everyone has it. I like Russ's music. I, I think his music is good. <laughs> nah, I Russ like is dope. I, I like I his attitude. Yeah, no, he's good. But see, a lot of people wouldn't even try to like, so like, for instance, I know some dudes that's into big girls that be fronting on Lizzo. And it's like, yo, Duke, if she wasn't Lizzo, if she was a girl in your phone that was actually trying to hit on you, you would all late mm -hmm. on that, like- yeah, yeah. And, and that's and that's and that's why I wanted to make it clear my stance. My stance isn't about her right. Yeah. My stance is the whatever she puts, the sauce that she throws on everything, like that. I I don't do her battle. Her. I, think, no, I, I agree with that. I think I, she was doing like she was twerking yeah. the other day. You know, she does yeah. a lot sometimes. She does a lot oh, for yeah. me. Yeah, and I think she's based like her message comes off like us big girls can do what those skinny bitches do too. Damn, like, Steph, she was talking to you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that's what... Damn, Steph, <laughs> she, was, she was talking to you, Steph. <laughs> I really do feel like that's her messaging. 
Like, I don't even feel like she, like, there's a part of me, like, when I look at her, I'm just like, I'm, I'm not, I don't think you're this person, actually. No, Yo, you could beat Lizzo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, We're not like, doing this. <laughs> yeah, Yo, you could beat Lizzo. In a fight? Yeah. No. no. <laughs> I'm not beat. He ain't beating Lizzo in no damn fight. Yo, say it on. Stop. Uh, no. Come on, she ain't beating. I'm pretty strong, but I don't know. I would have to, I would have to make sure my endurance she is so, so when you get spicy with me and Alex, we just gotta call it. <laughs> Have on the on the speed dial. <laughs> oh shit! I love y'all, man. But that was a good one, Alex. That you, I never know where you're going, bro. You're That's why we going And I, I think I hate this quarantine even more because you become more of a mystery. That <laughs> we just can't crack. Mm-mm. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, anything else you guys wanna wanna discuss? Again, I I wanna send um my thoughts prayers condolences to any victim of any type of assault across the board um again i know we highlighted sexual assault but i do want to make it extremely clear like um you know you you definitely have allies in us and um if if you know somebody who is a predator maybe they're just not outed yet maybe they're not well known you know what i'm saying like chris styles he's somewhat of a well-known figure you know um, maybe you know somebody in your personal life, a family member, a friend, a cousin, whatever. If you're a guy, it's your responsibility to check that. 100%. Let him know he's wrong. And I love the examples that I see being used. Men who don't take care of their children. If you're friends with another guy who doesn't take care of his child, fuck the baby mom's like issues. I know that's the whole go-to. Oh, the mom's crazy. She's a nut. First off, you lay with her. You should have like, you know what comes with it, right? Secondly, that kid has nothing to do with it. So there's never an excuse not to take care of your child, Um, which actually I have wrote about 50 Cent in in my notes. And we could talk about that another time. Like, I'm really torn between supporting this nigga just the way he treats his child. But he's such a great, you know what I'm saying? He he has that uh, finesse, charisma that Steph was talking about. He has that uh, on an international level. So it's like... I'm really torn to see how he treats his yeah. child, who's now an adult, obviously, but you missed a lot of years. So um, just just, just anybody who, who's been a victim of those things, you know, my heart goes out. And something me. I heard on the um, Joe's pod yesterday, which I really like, I really love, like telling your mans that he was wilding the night before, or he's wilding or he's a wild person is not dealing with it or telling your mans about himself. It is not, yo, he be wilding. Yo, every time we go out, son just be wilding. How many times has he conducted mis- sexual misconduct when he was wilding? How many times y'all went out? He's like, yeah, boy, just wilding. No, no, no. You got to really address it with said person. Because sure. they could take I'm wilding as, yeah, man, y'all like it when I'm like this, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll be wilding. Exactly. Yeah, you got to be direct. Right. Like, um, it's, it's. I think men are scared to do that. I think men are scared to they do are. that. And I've realized that even in my small interactions with men, like with my friends, like the story I was talking about earlier, like it caught, it took him so off guard that I was checking him as the man. Because, you know, we like to do the whole fake key, 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 yo, bro, yo, bro, yo, bro. I came out of my character real quick and had to get serious with him and it confused the fuck out of him and he took it as an attack. That's just the man ego. Yeah. That's just the male ego. But that ego ain't gonna get no. you nowhere, no. bro. Like you gotta realize the person, the person on the other end of that message is looking out for exactly. you. Like he he cares about your well-being and the, the well-being of women around right. you. Like there's no greater satisfaction than a woman saying, I'm comfortable with you. Yeah. I feel comfortable yeah. with you. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, fellas, yeah, we definitely gotta just be yeah. better. 
um, as a whole. Again, I'm blessed to where I don't face that issue of having to check somebody in my circle because I don't know of any activities. I've never seen it, never heard anything like that. Um, but if you do, please take this time to like change your life and change your friend's life because, you know, we can't have a bunch of niggas just out here terrorizing women. Not no, cool. not at all. Not cool at all. Um, but on that note, I think I'm good, Alex and Steph. Y'all good? Yeah. All right. Um, again, we're approaching episode 100, episode 98. Um, if you made it this far, make sure you go check us out on YouTube for our quarantine and chill game night. We have an amazing time. We drink hot sauce, pickle juice, push-ups, <laughs> alcohol. Jose. Uh, we have fun. Word. <laughs> Word. Uh, again, shout out to Shiv in the building. What's going on, Shiv? Is what you guys need to know when you need to know on the Need to Know podcast. Episode 98 is in the books. We will see you guys this Saturday at game night. And if not, we'll see you next week.